0: Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of four books, host of two PBS specials, here today to give you another tip on how to help you create the life you want, how to bring more clarity, confidence, and creativity into everything you do. Today I want to look at the subject of family fights. (laughs) Now normally I create these videos in a way that they aren't tied to a specific holiday or time of year because I want people to be able to use them year round. Today, however, this is the holiday season of 2014, I heard on the radio that two-thirds of the families today will get into some sort of family fight. I was just blown away by that. Really? Two-thirds of the family? So I thought I'd address that in a couple of ways. Maybe you're one of those folks that uh, would like to avoid those family fights and you want some tips on how to do that. Maybe you're someone that finds themselves getting into a family fight and you want to be able to influence your family. Now, I think it's important to start off by recognizing why family fights are so prevalent. I mean, family is generally a place where we look for acceptance and love and belonging. And I think it's fair to say that a lot of families aren't really set up to provide that. There may be sibling rivalry going on. There may be old experiences from the past that are coloring how we see each other. Something that's said as a joke or said offhand without really thinking about it, someone takes personally and, and, and kind of responds back in, a, in an aggressive way. Maybe the heads of the family are kind of dealing with some fear or have been dealing with fear most of their life. Maybe they're the folks who have said, you know, you never want to say anything nice about your kids. You watch and see the mistakes they make. You point that out because if you say something nice, they'll become conceited. You know, there's a lot of reasons why families can become the place where we feel the most vulnerable. And that vulnerability can lead to perceiving things or interpreting things in a way that, that feels like an attack. And what do we do when we're attacked? We attack back or we just kind of crumble and and hide. That fight or flight reaction is what isn't working. And I think what we want to do as individuals is first ask ourselves the question, okay, am I a part of this dynamic? Is there something I'm doing, I'm saying um, inadvertently that is triggering some particular response from somebody else that turns into a fight? If so, I can take 100% responsibility for being a certain way and change how I am in a family and who knows, that might minimize the number of fights. However if there's something going on in the family that frankly has nothing to do with me, how do I want to relate to that? Do I want to get in it and try to fix everything and calm everybody down? Do I want to stand up for my position or somebody else's position against what I perceive as a stronger person? I think when we get into that fight or flight response, that's when it doesn't work for us. So, I'm a big believer in first looking at the most vulnerable people in the family and ask the question, how is it affecting them? That would be the little people, the kids in the family. So I'm not sure if you grew up in a family that, that, uh, where fights were prevalent, but if you did, you would probably remember what that felt like. Man, your whole world was shaken. You may have gone and hid somewhere, maybe in another room, maybe in a closet. The idea was to get away from that and not have to listen to that. Well, kids today are having the same experience. <clears throat> and I think what we want to do is make sure we're not engaging each other, other members of the family, in a way that would frighten our children. So we can begin by just asking ourselves, okay, what would I teach to someone I love? Am I willing to be in my family in a way that I would teach, recommend to someone I love? I was doing a presentation not too long ago and one of the participants said, Bill, give me a visual for this. I love what you're teaching, but I really need a visual for how I can be in my life in a way that will help me remember everything you're saying. So I thought for a moment, I said, okay, just imagine that as you're doing, living life, doing what you do, interacting with people, etc., imagine your kids are standing there with a notepad and taking notes, and you want them to emulate everything you do, everything you say, everything you feel. Because I think when we ask ourselves the question, what would I teach to someone I love? What would I recommend to someone I love? We begin to access a different part of the brain in terms of our behavior, in terms of our choices. It's not that we have no right to stand up for ourselves or we shouldn't stand up for ourselves. But the question is, would we recommend someone we love kind of find themselves in a family fight? In which few times are there times where people kind of go, whoa, that that solved a lot of problems. We certainly feel better after that often it just adds to that level of family tension and that, that kind of levels in, of family fear and frustration and anxiety and misunderstandings. And I think it's fair to say that that's not what we want. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, okay, watch this, I'm really going to get so-and-so today. Again, most of us come to our families for that sense of, of, of acceptance and validation and love. So what I suggest you do is Decide how you want to be in a family, and make that your highest purpose. Make that the most important thing you're going to do. If you see a fight beginning, you can just kind of gradually excuse yourself. This isn't you running from it. It's you deciding that you're not going to be a participant in that kind of dynamic. Matter of fact, there is a concept I call the family letter where a lot of people have said, hey, Bill, I want to go back to my family this holiday season, this family reunion, but I don't want to turn into that little kid and start being the way I always was. How can I do that differently? So I've created what's called a family letter, where you actually send it to the members of your family and let them know how you're going to be different. It isn't about how they should be different, because they'll take that as criticism, but how you want to be different in a way that you would teach to your kids, their grandkids, their nieces, their nephews, etc., If you want a copy of that, just go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, or just Google Bill Crawford, and I'll come up on the first page. Hit the contact button, let me know that you want the family letter, and I will send you a copy of it. Matter of fact, if you would like me to come and do a presentation for your organization on just being more purposeful in life in general, dealing with difficult people, dealing with stress, customer service, whatever, feel free to go to the website and hit that contact button and let me know about that as well. In the meantime, if you find yourself in a family situation that kind of, you know, may turn into a fight, or you feel it's about to turn into a fight, or where someone is misunderstanding you and it's turning into a fight, I suggest you interact with that situation in a way that you would teach to someone you love. Choose love over fear. Choose being who you want to be versus who you are made to feel by someone else. And make that your highest purpose. Because I think when we do that, we do bring more purposefulness, more clarity, more confidence, more creativity to everything we do. It could improve our family situation. It certainly will be a gift to those we love. In the meantime, here's to you bringing more clarity, confidence, and creativity to everything you do in your family and and, and out of it. And I look forward to seeing you in the next